Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Is being alone always a negative thing? Stay tuned to find out what are my thoughts on being alone. Thank you for listening to the Truth That Heals podcast. I am your host, Ryan Anthony Hernandez. And if you have not yet subscribed, I strongly encourage you to find the time and feel free to subscribe. It always helps me out. It helps me to reach out to a bigger audience. Feel free to comment and even share this YouTube or podcast to people whom you know. So it'll help me reach a a bigger audience. Now, that being said, I want to dive into this episode talking about what it is to be alone and the different perspectives that I have personally seen. Now, for those of you who may be new to this channel, I, at a point in my life, joined a religious community thinking that it was going to be full of healthy and good connections, good relationships, when unfortunately, it really became an end times cult. And I share my story so that there, if there are other people are going through similar situations, maybe by me sharing their story, they'll be able to see that they are not alone. And my my goal is that those who are down, those who are depressed, those who feel like life sucks, can find some hope by me sharing a bit of my story. Now, I'm not going to be sharing all about the cult experiences that I went through because if you look at my other episodes, you'll you'll find all the information there. It's a lot of a, a lot of history which had happened. But today I wanted to to view how I felt on being alone. And there are three different perspectives that I want to present to you. The first is solitude. Solitude is when you can be by yourself with no one around you and you can still be at peace. There is this tranquility. I remember for me during prayer time by myself alone, closing my eyes, having this peace, peace of mind, peace of heart. And I would write in my journal peacefully. Other times I'd feel peaceful being alone was taking a walk on a hike on a trail so much peace. Another time where I found peace being alone in the solitude was just a few years ago, I drove to Port Aransas by myself, and that's here in Texas. And when I got to Port Aransas, I remember just stopping and I was just enjoying the beauty of the the beach that is there. But I was alone, but I was at peace. There is a beauty to having solitude. Now, in the cult that I was in, the only times I really experienced that beauty of solitude was during prayer time. But a a prayer time when they were not yet like totally culty. Because if you listen to the rest of my episodes, you'll see how even being alone 
in prayer became such a difficult and actually a painful thing. And I'm going to actually kind of shed some light on that. And I remember that when things were like so chaotic in the community that I was in, it was hard to have that solitude. But before things got chaotic, being able to go to the chapel and just have that silence or to just walk in, you know, outside and to just to look at the stars, to look at the sunrise, those were beautiful moments for me. And that was solitude when I could be by myself and enjoy those precious moments. Now I want to talk about the second form of being alone, and that is through shunning, being isolated from the community, from those around you, not out of your choice, but because the people around you are shunning you on purpose. So first, I talked about solitude, how beautiful it felt, how peaceful it felt. Now with social isolation, isolation coming from the shunning, uh, what happened to me was that I was put in a chapel and for, I mean, it was just so manipulative. It was just so kind of crazy. So you got to check out the other episodes. But there was, I was supposed to be in prayer, in silence, and I enjoyed being in prayer in silence, but just for a little bit, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. But then I was forced to be in in this state where I'm expected to be in the chapel from 1240, sorry, from 1.30 in the morning until 9 or 10 p.m. And the rest of the community isn't really supposed to talk to me. Sometimes we slip in a few words, but in general, I was supposed to be totally isolated, totally shunned. And I know it was shunning because it was always done as a form of punishment, Now look, solitude is when you can be by yourself and it's peaceful because it's your choice to be alone. When you have all the potential to connect with people, but maybe you need a break. Maybe you need to recharge. And so that that solitude gives you that recharge. You recharge your spiritual batteries. You fill up your energy again. And then after taking that breather, getting that recharge, you're able again to to deal with whatever business matters you have. Now with shunning, this is something that happens in not only in cults, but in communities, even in religious families, where someone isn't as, you know, perfect as maybe they should be. And so they do this shunning to make you feel bad. Or I'll I'll give you an example. Sometimes the mentality of of these cults is if we shun such and such a person, then they're going to feel pain. And maybe if they feel this pain, it'll wake them up so that they can be more humble, so that they can be more obedient to us, to the leadership. Or maybe it is, it's really a form of abuse. And if you look on Google and type in like the effects of, of being, being like ostracized, you'll see that it is very damaging and it causes so much depression. So just imagine I'm being shunned by the community or at least by the superiors for a year. And then the rest of the people around me, I can't really talk to them. I can't really enjoy having decent relationships, connections with them because my obedience is to be in the chapel, is to be alone. So that... That was one of the most painful things that I had experienced. And 
I've shared about how there were sometimes beatings. There was so much, so much evil done in the name of religion, which is just so terrible. But so much evil was done in the name of religion, and being isolated, shunned. Although they they do it because they say, "Oh, we do it because we love you." That that is not love. That is torture. And I want people to be aware that if you have been shunned, it is form of abuse, and you you don't deserve that. No one deserves that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply especially if you're you're in a church setting or in a family to do shunning for for stupid silly things why was i shunned i honestly don't really know i think maybe they saw that i was um just open in my communication and i didn't want to be a pushover but at the same time i was very loyal so they really abused that but you see Again, I just want to bring to bring to the table the difference between solitude, where I could be in prayer for fifteen minutes, you enjoy it, or I can be walking in, you know, at the beach by myself, and then get recharged. So solitude is a recharging moment. Being shunned, it's to- it's totally being drained, and then you're expected in the community that I was in, at least, you're expected to smile and be, oh, praise God, this is beautiful, thank you. And if you say anything like, hey, I, th- I disagree with this. Hey, I think that this is abuse. They're going to call you out and say, oh, you're not a good Christian. You're not a good Catholic. You're fake. But then they're they're doing abuse. And you're supposed to be silent and pretend it's okay. And that's the problem with many Catholics is that there's so much abuse that's happening. And instead of having the guts to speak up, they say, oh, that that's what God wants because Christ suffered. We have to... We have to take it. No, sometimes if you're going to be a good Christian, you got to speak up to bullshit like that. Because if it's happened to me and I was loyal, I was completely obedient. And I know that many people who are listening are probably, they probably have family members who are still with Father Bing or who are still with Mother Agnes. But you know what? If they did it to me when I was so young, so loyal, and I was so quiet about it because I thought that it was okay, then why wouldn't they do it to your son or daughter if they did it to me? I mean, no one else is speaking up about it. No one else is pushing back and is like, hey, Father Bing, why Why is Ryan talking about him being stuck in an end times dungeon? Why is he talking about him being put on solid, solitary confinement? What happened there? Why is no one having the guts? You know why? Because they have no backbone. And it's sad. Because these people who support Father Bing, you know, it's time to wake up and think of your sons, your daughters, your brothers, your sisters, and it's time to push back. Not, I'm not saying to fight. I'm not saying to cause damage. No, but I'm saying to use your voices. Because when I was stuck in solitary confinement, I had no voice. I had no one to talk to. And you know what? That shunning 
When the, the rest of the community sees that I'm being shunned, you know what happens? They're going to say, oh my gosh, if we say anything, if we do anything, that's going to happen to us. So I was being made an example to the rest of the community how to fall in line and pretty much be a slave. And like, okay, like I don't know how many of you have watched the 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 show Breaking Bad, but one of like the hardest parts for me in that show was actually when Jesse Pinkman, when he was like uh, in the cage. I don't know if if you remember that, but he's like in the cage and he's expected to to cook the product, if you know what I mean. So for me, it's like I was in the cage, I was in the chapel, and I'm expected to pray all day and to be smiling and to be at peace, and I was made. I was made to become a freak show. And so people are like, oh, Ryan, you speaking up. Oh, my gosh, you're you're going against God. You're not a true Catholic. You're not a true Christian. No, you know what a true Christian would do? You know what? And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a Christian. It can be any dis- decent person. Atheists have so many good people, and I just hate it when there are like Catholics who are like, oh, he or she is atheist. They're bad people. That's not always the case. Because there are people who are Catholic, Christian, whatever religion, and they're terrible people. And I, I just wanted to get that off of my chest. That it's time for people to use their voice and to not be afraid to talk to Father Bing or Agnes or to whoever your cult leader is. And to say, hey, what the hell is going on? Because like I said, I was by myself. No one had my back. I I didn't even have my own back because I thought that I deserved this kind of punishment. So you see how shunning really destroys the person. It really destroys dreams. It destroys hope. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to bring hope. I'm trying to help people, even myself. I'm still struggling with this. But I want people to really believe that whatever your dreams are, dream it and try to make it a reality. But shunning really just kills so much beauty that people have. And I I had so much goodness in me. I was such a happy 17-year-old when I joined. And then I left when I was about 28 or 29. And it was just so depressing. So that's the end for <laughs> for me talking about the negative effects of shunning. Because shunning is when you're alone, but it's done out of a punishment, which I think is actually... It actually is an abuse. So now I want to talk about the third form of being alone, and that is actually loneliness. So for this part on loneliness, I wanted to talk about how it was after I left the cult. So when I came home back to the United States to live with my family, one of the hardest things for me to do was to communicate, try to understand. And I'm I'm sharing this because... Again, the audience, you might know someone who is just about to leave a cult. And everyone's experience is different. So not everyone is going to be like me. But personally, leaving the cult and coming back home, I was very damaged. I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to trust people. I didn't know how to share my thoughts anymore. Because, I mean, back in the cult days... Every time I share my thoughts, I'd be getting in trouble or shit would happen to me. Or if someone else were to speak up, then they get uh, punished. They'd be isolated, shunned. And so now coming back, I'm not dealing with shunning anymore. 
now the struggle is loneliness because now I long to have connections. I long to communicate with people. But the problem was I didn't have the tools to communicate. I mean, I spent time after leaving the cult, I would go to the park and I have that uh, that solitude. But solitude, it's it's nice. But for some people like me, I'm very outgoing and I need I need to be with people. I need to connect with people. And that is how I recharge. But I don't know how to be. I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to say what's up. And like I remember I would go to social events and I'd just be like, you know, in the corner, like, all right, what do I do? <laughs> so I'm sharing this because that was a a difficult time of being alone and not having the tools. But you know what has really helped me was reading a lot of books, watching a lot of YouTube, and actually training myself through reading books and watching YouTube on how to communicate, how to say hello to someone and not be creepy about it, or how to just, uh, you know, build connections. So from when I first left the community, it was just so... It was so difficult because every time I would connect with people, there was this feeling of guilt. There was this feeling that I'm going to be punished for talking to heathens or I'm going to be punished for talking to other other ex-members from the cult because the cult made you believe that all ex-members are going to be hexed and they're going to be cursed and they're, they're going to have evil spirits and all of that stuff. So you can imagine all that guilt, all of that mental anguish that I went through. So if you know someone, please be patient. Help them. Uh, and it's going to be hard, but maybe you can help them by maybe giving them a book or uh, sharing a podcast with them that talks on how to talk to people, how to build relationships, how to just even start by maybe changing your body language. Because before my body language, and maybe you even see it in some of my previous or my first episodes as a podcaster it was very difficult because I was just so shelled and if I felt safe kind of like being in the corner I felt safer being alone but I need that connection I need to get out I need that freedom from those chains and so I've really done a lot of progress I've really done a lot of work on myself and I want to share that because I believe that anyone can work on themselves and build the tools needed to communicate with others to have peace with solitude but you also deserve to have healthy relationships and you know for the people who shun you if you start opening your your heart your mind to what's happening as you grow these tools and you start seeing the red flags you you will be able to say you know what there's the door well right here see there's the door i don't need that person in my life they can get the hell out and it's not going to bother me because you know what life is short and there are so much beautiful adventures that i want to be on so that's it for today thank you so much for listening thank you so much for watching and don't feel don't feel shy if you want to comment if you want to hit me up go ahead i try to be very open i try to be very respectful uh subscribe and share this as it really helps me out i love you all and peace